Henry Owings. That is my name, and I am the janitor at Chunkwood Industries. <laughs> yes! <laughs> You're the keeper of the keys. I never want to I, – I don't like the idea of titles. I like being yeah. known as the janitor. When I was in Athens in 93, 94, Manor Astroman, uh, I was a huge, huge Manor Astroman fan. And they uh, they would, and any time when I was living in Athens and I would hear, it's like, oh, we're playing Tuscaloosa or Huntsville. And I was not from the South. So I always thought everything was incredibly exotic. And uh, I, I love barbecue places and junk food places. So, yeah, I have spent I, I have spent many a drunken night in Huntsville. And I'm looking forward to doing another one soon. I hope everybody comes out. It, it's uh, it's going to be previous events in other cities are in any indication. We're going to have people just showing up with their their memories from the local music scene. And we digitize it there on the spot. Anything that wants to be donated we will accept it, and it can go to museums. Like, uh, we're going to be, I mean, none of this stuff is staying with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, we're up to almost 18,000 individual unique pieces of Georgia and Alabama music history that I have scanned myself. I did the Athens and Atlanta book. Between them, it was seven months apart. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing the Athens book, I was like, well, I might as well just do Atlanta since I'm doing Athens. And then when I started working on the Georgia book, I was like, well, I might as well start on Alabama as well. Because, well, because it's like I have such an affinity for Alabama. And it's kind of great to compose a book about the state. Uh, nobody else has done it. You know, mm-hmm. like the way I'm going to do it, nobody's done it. So Where, eh, where all are you going besides Huntsville? We've just started. Right. Um, we've done Birmingham. Like in, in Georgia, we've done Macon. We've done Augusta. We've done Savannah. Mm-hmm. We have so much. But, you know, like for North Alabama, I mean, it, it, there's nowhere else I want to go. And, you know, it's like I've asked my, my old Alabama friends like Patterson Hood from the truckers, you know, it's like, can you just please let people know I want to see Adam's house cat flyers mm-hmm. and, you know, like uh, anything with David Hood or Spooner Old, you know, like there's just so much that that part of the state is holding on to. And I would love to just have the opportunity to to uh, preserve it. And you've shown like I've, I've definitely stalked your website, but. On the description of the Athens book, it was saying that you've Mm -hmm. brought some of this stuff to the musicians like it pertains to. Do you remember anything that stands out in your memory of like how special that kind of was to them? You know what? There's there's a number of different approaches that I've taken with this. And Mm -hmm. one of them is it's like I'm 54 years old. I'm not getting any younger. I know what I'm doing. I might as well do it. Mm-hmm. And in a previous life, I used to be a tour manager. One of the people that I used to tour with was David Cross, uh, the comedian from uh, Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you, Google him. He grew up in Roswell, Georgia. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was starting the Atlanta book, he said... You know, my first show in Atlanta was at uh, the Nightery with RuPaul. 
and I was like, oh, really? And so then I started thinking, oh, I got to find that flyer. And I did, and I sent it to him, and he said, are you a magician? (laughs) And and so um, the event with David is not dissimilar from other ones I've had with the Olivia Tremor Control or, you know, Elf Power or, you know, Harvey Milk or the rocket teams, they just go, where did you find that? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, because, you know, like some of these flyers, they made like five. And so, you know, it's like, I always like to say, you know, in the best case scenario, they made a hundred and one survived. And, and uh, that that's what I'm trying to do is just uh, while I still have the energy, just go out and preserve this stuff and not really relying on anything other than the kindness of strangers and people in the music scene. So it's like a benevolent Nardwar kind of thing. I'm not nearly as Canadian as right. Nardwar. Yeah. But I would say that it's more like a, a Harry Smith thing or, you know, like somebody who's going around the South, uh, Alan Lomax, you know, like somebody who's trying to document the scene mm-hmm. as it's happening. Or in its hindsight, and and because a lot of this stuff, everybody thinks it's like, oh, it's on Facebook or it's on a Google Drive. But it's like my my whole thing is, yeah, but what about when the power goes out? You know, it's like and and that's kind of where I'm I have always kind of gone to, which is like I like museums. I like books. I like, you know, it's like if you want to do some online whatever with all of this stuff, God bless you. That's not what I'm doing. I'm going to go and just go have fun and document this stuff and go eat at barbecue places and look at people's cool, for the lack of a better word, their garbage. You know, it's like they're, they're, they're trash that they've held on to for, you know, like in some cases, 50 years. You got to go back and tell me about Chunklet. How did you even come up with the name and how did you establish Chunklet in Atlanta's independent music scene? I lived in Athens. I moved around a lot growing up, and so I was in love with a girl. She had moved to Athens. Uh, I couldn't find a job. It was 1991, and I had all of my college done, and I was like, "Eh, why not? And so I lived for like $90 a month in Athens, Georgia, and like was a kid in a candy store till I was like, God, how am I going to pay my student loan bills? It was a great place to live, but at some point you just kind of realize you can't live there. Uh, So I moved to Atlanta uh, because it was close to Athens, but also where I moved to, it was dirt cheap. But Chunklet, the name Chunklet was at a convenience store, a very run-down, dilapidated convenience store and the only reason I even remember the convenience store was because I went in I'm kind of addicted to soda and and, uh, I went in and I got a soda and I went to the ice machine and right there in front of me embossed onto the ice machine it said chunklet and I was like god that's a cool word and so I just got and, and well no no but but what happened was I wouldn't have remembered it If it weren't for the fact that I went up to the cash register and there was a gentleman behind the register leaning back with his wife, uh, like trimming his toenails and his daughter trimming his fingernails. And and I was like, only in Georgia. Like I was so new to Georgia. It just seemed like, oh, this is what people do here. And and so but that's how Chunklet got its name. 
and I started largely out of my frustration. For those that are listening, uh, Chunklet was a, a magazine that I started back in 1993, and it, uh, much like everything else in my life, I just kind of did it. I, I didn't think it's like, oh, I'm going to do this or that. Like, I, I just wanted to go have fun. So, uh, yeah. and fortunately, I had a lot of very uh, uh, like-minded friends. As the 90s wore on, I taught myself graphic design. I got a little bit better at writing mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, wrote a few books, uh, you know, like published 20 issues of the magazine, got into putting out records, traveling the world, producing comedy albums, putting on. And, oh, and I also I've been putting on shows in Georgia since 1992. Whoa. So, oh, and I've and I've done shows in Alabama as well. I think a lot of this boils down to one very simple fact. I have too much free time. I know what I'm doing. And it's these out this Alabama book and the, the Georgia book. I'm not a television guy. I'm not into sports. And when you don't have those kind of bugaboos in your life, your schedule just opens up. So you have a this deep connection to the sort of DIY music scene, the independent music scene, right? As I wouldn't. I wouldn't say D. I, I no. mean, yeah, sure. Okay. But uh, I, I don't. I don't particularly think of myself as like. To me, it's, it's less a question of music per se, and more about a an approach. Okay. Um, which is a lot less regimented, a lot less corporate. You know, a lot more pro artist. You know, like you know, pro music, pro art, pro people. Um, and a lot less, it's like, oh, how can I rip this band off? Well, whenever you meet these people, when you do these scanning events, do you get yeah. more stoked when you see somebody's like ticket stub from a Man or Astro Man show or maybe like, I don't know, Willie Nelson or something like that? I am a rabid music fan. Mm -hmm. And uh, like there was somebody who came to the Birmingham show or to the Birmingham event with an ACDC ticket from 1977. Oh, my God. Uh, in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I'm a soft touch when it comes, when it's old. When I say old, I mean old, old. I don't mean, like, 20 years old. I'm talking, like, 50 years old, yeah. 70 years old. When I saw my first Beatles ticket stub, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that just makes your eyes pop. How do you, how do you preserve you know, it, that and not ruin it while you're scanning? Like, I'm, I'm really dumb to that process. I don't know. You go to Office Max, right. you get a really nice scanner, mm -hmm. and you just uh, have me come and I'll teach you how to do scanning correctly. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it, people mess up. And uh, once, you know, it's like because of my day job, I, I spend a lot of time with artifacts. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like one of the songs I asked you to play by the band Pylon. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I was one of the producers on that box set. And, and they started uh, my, my interest in Athens uh, ephemera. And it, it, just, it, it just so happened that it's like all their friends were rem and the b-52s and love tractor and so it's like i got to see all of that but it's like am i wanting to see man or astroman stuff sure but you know what else i want to see adam's house cat you mm -hmm. know it's like stuff that you know it's like stump me you know like bring something that you know is like your band there are many things about this project that are really 
intoxicating to me, but least of which is when people say, you know, I only have a couple of things and then they show up and you go, what I lose my mind when people bring in like two things and both of them are like of historical gravity, you know? And, and so as far as scanning goes, because of my job, I just know how to do things right. Yeah. And and anybody who calls that into question, I, I just say, pull up my name on Discogs. I know what I'm doing, and I'm paid to do this. <laughs> so right. it's like to do it, to do it for funsies. Um, <laughs> again, it, it's like I'm having a blast. And when you're putting these books together, do you have like a system of how you organize the components that you've that you've scanned? Yes. Um, so I, I edit. I do all of it myself. Um, wow. Not because nobody else can't, but it's like I don't think anybody has the ability to remember all of the flyers that have come in. And, mm-hmm. the, and I just go, oh. And, uh, you know, it's like I'll, I'll remember a club or a band and I'll say, I saw it on this. And then I can go to that person's collection and uh, call. But, you know, like for the Atlanta book, I started with, like, the book itself was around, like, 600 flyers, and I got it down to 150. And what I will say is the Athens book felt like I was cramming an elephant in the closet. (laughs) The Atlanta book felt like I put a dozen more in that same closet. Right. It, because it's just the size and the enormity. And so, now you're going to go to the so, state you know, of Alabama as a whole, yeah. Well, I mean, well, but again, you know, it's like it's far better barbecue than in Georgia. <laughs> um, I, I don't mind saying that. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, like, well, nobody in Alabama is going to disagree with me. I don't think no. that's a controversial yeah. opinion. Yeah, but, but But the way I look at it, um, like my own personal my personal favorites, sure, they're going to be in the book. But, you know, it's like I want to see everything because I'm trying to represent an entire state. And it's like if I just have have it be, you know, like Henry's favorites, it's, it's going to be a, a short list. But, you know, it's like, I mean, I love like delving into, you know, like the, the, the central Alabama free jazz scene of the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And you're, I'm sure there are listeners right now who are going, I'm sorry, the free jazz scene of Central Alabama in the mid-60s and 70s? Fred Lane. Go find everything by Fred Lane. Find anything by Radonis, anything by Dave Williams. Like, there is just, and that is just the, 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 the tip of the iceberg. There's so much that uh, the only way to do it is just boots on the ground. And you know what? It's like, I've... I don't know. I'm looking. I, I, like I'm looking forward to it so much. Brian from Manor Asterman is coming along. He loves coming up there. I love coming up there. So it's like it'll be, it'll be a fun day. You got to talk about the importance of people going out to support local musicians and seeing live shows in their community. I grew up in Amish country in Pennsylvania. Whoa, uh, and that's a stark it, it, contrast, well, and, man. And, well, it's just my way of saying people of Huntsville. I can relate to you. The mere premise of seeing bands in York, Pennsylvania was so rare that I started putting on shows myself. And Mm -hmm. so put on shows with Nation of Ulysses, Bikini Kill, like all of these bands 
that were special to me. As far as like music now for me, what I love is going and not having music done to you, but rather you're there in a, in a very special event. And uh, just from my own personal experience, uh, that the most fun is had in the diviest bars, mm-hmm. um, not in the biggest clubs, not in the fanciest clubs. I mean, I like a place like Saturn in Birmingham. Oh, I love Saturn. Like that's the, like a that that's a mecca. But you know, it's like uh, you know, not everybody has a club like that. Mm-hmm. But I always just say, when in doubt, go out and just even if it's crap, even the, even if it's absolute crap, go see a live band. I've done. Like my my girlfriend and I, we went down. We did a, a thing in St. Petersburg, Florida, and yeah, we went out and saw bands that night. Was I into it? No, but you know, <laughs> it's like. It, 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 but but what I always like to say is sometimes you got to kiss a lot of frogs. That's how I look at it. Still to this day. And as far as future endeavors for Chunklet Music Preservation, mm-hmm. what are you looking forward yeah. to? Um. Well, we are about ready to, we, we've just acquired our first three collections. Well, a lot of it is stemming out of my love and obsession with an old Athens band called Limbo District. Without them, no B-52s, no REM. It, just trust me on this. It, it's like the, the and, and so there was a movie that they did in 1983 which we have restored and we are screening for the first time in 40 years in two weeks. But I mean, we started the nonprofit in November. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I I told my girlfriend, it's like, let's just hit the ground running. What are we waiting for? It's like, are we waiting for likes on Facebook? No, (laughs) it's like, let's go do the, let's do the work. Let's do the work. You can't fake work. And so, so that's what we're doing. We're just going out and doing it. Well, congratulations, Henry. That's amazing. And I wish you all the best on your future endeavors. Is there anything else that you Thank want to you. add to that? Uh, 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 yes. Everybody come out to Vertical House in Huntsville. My very buxom and very charming, tall Amazon girlfriend will be there, Stephanie. And uh, I will be there. And Brian from Manor Astroman, Bird Stuff, uh, he will be there to uh, let you hurl little Debbie snack cakes at him just like you did at the tip top back in 92. 